You are listening to the Journey Christian Church Podcast. For more information and resources, visit us online at journeycc.net. Today's message is brought to you by Scott McFarland. We hope you enjoy. Hey, happy Thanksgiving! Great to see you all. Glad you're here. Ready for a good week? No school for the kids? Oh, see, there's a kid. That's a happy kid. I'm so glad you're here. Glad you're online with us if you're watching online today. Hey, uh, just a do you realize Thanksgiving's one of the best times to have family conversations around the table, share what you're thankful for. Did you realize that food has conversation on Thanksgiving as well? You didn't know this. Your Thanksgiving meal is having a conversation. In fact, the butter led the way. The butter turns around and says, hey, turkey, what do you call a running turkey? He didn't know. The butter says, fast food. No? No? And then, and then the butter turns to the sweet potato and says, sweet potato, are you hungry? And he says, yes, I am. Should I keep going or no? No? Salad turns to the butter and says, uh, you know what? You're just on a roll. And then the, then the fork turned around and said, did you hear the rumor about the butter? And the, they're all like, what was the rumor? And the fork says, I don't want to spread it. <laughs> I guarantee you my wife is not clapping at my dad jokes. I'm just saying, just saying. Hey, great to celebrate Thanksgiving with you. We're in Mark chapter 11 today, finishing up this section on Mark. We've been in this series called Hinge Points, and today we're looking at a different hinge point with all of us as we look at this Palm Sunday experience. Now, we usually preach this around Easter. There's a lot to this passage, a lot of things happening, Old Testament prophecies being fulfilled and so forth. Today, I want to look at it from a standpoint of Thanksgiving and the blessings that God has available to us from this passage. And while you're looking that up, Mark chapter 11 is where we're going to be. This is going to be a little more active for you. I want you involved and engaged just like the people were in Jerusalem that day. We're going to use this as a format for all of us to participate in giving God our thanks today. Now, as you're looking that up, Jessica Rocha graduated from University of uh, California, San Diego, a few years back, and she wanted to do something special to remember the occasion. So she got her mom and dad, she got her graduation robe and gown, and they went to a field to take pictures. Now, when you've done graduation pictures for your family, that's not uncommon, right? Find a natural setting, use that for beautiful ways of taking pictures. I know we have people in our church that are photographers, they do that kind of thing. This was different, because the field that she took her parents to for the pictures was the field that they worked midnight shifts as immigrant farmers planting and harvesting strawberries. In fact, when Jessica grew up, that's how they saved the money for Jessica to go to college to get an education was they would work multiple ships, shifts in this farm field to the point that Jessica herself during high school would go and work the midnight shift with her dad and then get on a bus the next morning to go to school. Didn't even get much sleep. She did that when she came back during college and during holiday breaks and so forth in order for the family to make the sacrifices 
for her to get a college education. And the reason I bring that up is what she said. Without, by looking back, she realized what a blessing and a sacrifice it was for her family to give her that gift. Today, I want us to look back and remember to be reminded of the blessings that we've received this year. See, here's the thing. Reminding ourselves, reflecting on the year gives us 2020 vision to see the blessings that we didn't really see in the moment. Come on. How many times have you gone through something you thought, oh, this is stinks. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go through this. And then you look back and you say, wow, God, God really moved in that moment. He did something to bless our lives that we didn't expect. Well, today that's exactly what's happening in Jerusalem. As we look at Mark chapter 11, notice the blessings that we can testify to now that they couldn't quite see then. Let's look at that real quickly and just three blessings that God gives us that will speak to your life this Thanksgiving. It starts in chapter 11 and verse 1. Here's how it reads from Mark. As they, the disciples, approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, that's just on the east side of Jerusalem, Jesus sent two of his disciples ahead, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt, a baby donkey, tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here, and if anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Just say, The Lord needs it, and we'll send it back here shortly. And they went ahead, and they found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. And as they untied it, some people again asked, What are you doing untying that colt? And they answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. Now, pause right there for just a second. Realize what's happening here. This is prophetic words being brought to life by Jesus through this gift. And they are, he sends two disciples ahead to find a colt to ride. Now, most generals, Caesars, most leaders, great leaders, don't ride baby colt donkeys into town. In fact, most people in that status of that significance would be riding in a horse, a white horse, a, a stallion, if you will. But Jesus doesn't tell them to go find a stallion. He tells them to go find a baby colt. And he doesn't ride in with victory already. He rides in humbly to town. And what I want you to pause and see is <laughs> Jesus had all that mapped out before it ever occurred. He had the blessing of the cult already lined up. Now, that's true for your life and mine as well. He, he already had blessings lined up this year that you didn't know were going to happen as you approached them. And get this, it's usually not what you expect or want. Have you noticed that? You ask him for one thing, he gives you a different one. You want a stallion, he gives you a baby colt. But he always provides what you need. And he always gives it just at the right time. Not ahead of time most of the time. Just at the moment you need it. I just want you to pause for a second. There's these things called connection cards in front of you. They're in the seat backs in front of you. If you're at home, you can do this online. Just text JCC Pray to 77411. You'll get an online form to do this. I want us to pause this Thanksgiving season and turn these into gratitude cards. Take, take a pen, take a card. All of you can do this. Everybody does this, young and old. You can do this with me. I want you to spend just a few minutes in the midst of our worship service thanking God 
for what he's done ahead of you, for the blessings he provided this year when you didn't know they were coming, for something that's happened maybe in the midst of pain or sorrow or hurt or trial that he was already working ahead to make sure you were taken care of. Let's, let's just take a few minutes, quiet time with the Lord, to offer him praise by writing down a gratitude. Take, take a minute to do that. So calm and peaceful in the silence of your writing, there's major praise going up to heaven right now. Hallelujah. You can keep writing. Let me read on for the text to show you that God's not just working ahead of us. He's also working among us. It says here, going forward, when, when they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it, and many people... As he was entering Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, many people spread their cloaks on the road while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. And those who went ahead of Jesus and those who followed shouted this phrase, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna is two Hebrew words combined into one. They've actually merged these two words into one in the Old Testament. It's Yehovah Yasa. Yehovah Yasa means the Lord saves. And that's what they're saying here. They're crying out to God, the Lord saves. I've talked about this on Palm Sundays in the past, where what they're saying is, is both universal as well as personal. The Lord saves the world. The Lord saves humanity. The Lord is the one that rescues us. The Lord is the one that cares for us. He saves us and we cry out as a whole church, a congregation and people of this world, Hosanna. Why don't you try that with me? Everybody say it once. That's a universal cry, but it's also personal. They, they laid their cloaks on the ground asking God to save them. They were crying out not just to be saved from from Rome, they were crying out to be saved from their own sin. They were asking somebody to restore our relationship with the Lord. And Jesus came into town hearing Hosanna. And it's his favorite cry. Do you realize Jesus' favorite prayer is, save me? You know, the one he wants to answer the most is, I repent, let me, take me back. He, he wants to hear that cry from all of us. But then it says they cried out, not just Hosanna, not just save us, but 
Blessed is he who comes in the, help me, name of the Lord. Not blessed is he who comes and does for me what I want. Not blessed in he who comes and gives me what I'm asking for. Not, not blessed that comes riding on a colt to show you that he's always working ahead of me. Blessed is the one who lives among me. I'm blessed and God is praised when his presence shows up around me. Come on. Even in the midst of trial and struggle, you know the greatest blessing is? God's there. He's always there. He never leaves you or forsakes you. And in the midst of the town that day, riding on a donkey, is the Son of God himself. And they're crying out, the name of the Lord be praised. Now why the name? Because in addition to his favorite prayer being, save me, his favorite praise is, bless you. Praise to you and your holy name. The name of God was represented in four consonants in Hebrew. Y-H-W-H is how we would spell that in the English language. Y-H-W-H. You may know this from Moses' story. Yahweh is where that name comes from. We add vowels to it. You may know it from stories of the Old Testament. Yeshua, Joshua comes from Y-H-W-H. Even the name Jesus comes from those four letters. And every time you say that name, you're bringing his holy name into the moment. Every time you pray that name, we pray. We often end prayers with, in the name of Jesus, we pray. You're bringing God's power and God's grace and mercy into your life. That's why, man, I'll tell you, the top of my playlist in Spotify is that song we've been singing recently. I speak Jesus, the name over my family, the name over my community, the name over our church, the name over families. It's the name that has the power. Amen? And that's why as a part of our celebration, we, we want to sing that song together in praise. I'll invite the worship team to come up and get ready. I want us to experience what Mark 11 is talking about. That we give praise to God, not just for what he's doing ahead of us, but we give praise to God for what he's been doing among us. Just having his presence here is a great blessing. Amen? Let's stand. Just take a moment and speak his name. Everybody say the name. Let's try that. We can do better than that. You can join us online. Everybody say the name. Jesus. Let's speak and sing to his name. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Because I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. 
I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Till every dark addiction starts to break. Declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. The light of fire. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. The fear and all anxiety to every soul held captive by depression. I speak Jesus. Sing it out your name. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is love. Every stronghold shine through the shadows, burn light. Shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, yes Lord. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family. I speak the holy name, Jesus. Declare it. Shout Jesus from the mount. Sing it out. Jesus in the street. Jesus. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family. I speak the holy name. Jesus, stand shouting, shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the streets, oh, Jesus in the darkness, over every enemy, Jesus, Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name, Jesus. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Break every storm, shine through the shadows, burn light of life. Your name is power. Let's declare this together. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart. 
I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. The last verse in this passage they're crying out in the streets is, Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. And then they say, Hosanna in the highest heaven. Not just Hosanna on earth, not just save us from this moment, not just fix our problems at home, not just solve my future issues when I'm living on earth, but Hosanna in the highest heaven. They had no idea what they were saying. They thought that Jesus was coming back to restore Israel as a nation. They had no idea he was coming to save the world. They thought he was going to come and take control from Rome. They had no idea he was going to give his life for all of you and me. And they were prophetically speaking about a future blessing. One that waits for us. Not just a blessing for tomorrow or next week or next month or next year. God's got those lined up already. Can, can, you, just, can you just remember that? Don't worry about the future. God's got it lined up. Give me one amen on that, okay? Believe that this Thanksgiving. But better than that, because of the power of his name, he's going to be your sacrifice, so you have a future eternal blessing that lasts forever. A few days later, after all this triumphal entry, he gathers his disciples around for what the Israeli nation would have called their Thanksgiving dinner, their Passover. And at the Passover, which they're thinking this is it, they had no idea it really was it. And he took the emblems of the bread and the cup and turned them into this incredible story. I'm going to ask the lights to come up a little bit. I'm going to ask the ushers to grab the emblems, pass them around. If you're at home, just pause for a second and prepare your emblems so you can take communion together as a family. That's what we're going to do today. Take it together. And I want you to think about what he was saying. Go ahead, guys. Come on forward. Pass the emblems out. You can hold on to them and we'll take it as a church. Jesus said, my kingdom will come. But not like the old days. It's going to come because of my sacrifice. I'm going to die and three days later I'm going to rise again is what he told him. And then he took what was normally the Passover elements of thanksgiving that God rescued him from Egypt, and he turned them into a reminder that he is yet to rescue us for eternity. He took the bread. He said, you know, normally we, we talk about the sheep being sacrificed for the sake of our rescue from Egypt. I'm your sheep, sacrificing myself for your rescue for eternity. Then he took a cup that was normally never touched by the people around the table. It was the cup of praise that was yet to happen in the new kingdom someday in Israel. And he said, no, I represent that cup. And my blood is what saves you and gives you new hope and new life. This bread and this cup we do every time as a testimony to the future we have in eternity with God. 
And that's why yesterday we had three baptisms. That's why I tell people when they get baptized, this one simple instruction. Every time you take communion, I want you to remember your baptism. Every single time. Because when you do that, you are remembering your death, burial, and resurrection that symbolically lines you up with Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. You are receiving from Jesus his sacrifice. And then he makes you new again forever. And that's the blessing that's yet to come. A new body. An eternal life. A forever hope with him. All because of his sacrifice. They had no idea. But you do. So as the ushers finish passing that out, those of you that are home watching, you can do this with us. I want you just to pause and remember. Because every time we do this, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes, the promise yet to come, the blessing that's yet to come. Would you pray with me? Jesus, thank you for this moment. We don't take it for granted. The body and blood given for us is your promise of future blessing. Promise of your presence. Promise of your watch care. Promise of eternal life yet to come. We look forward to seeing that day when you bring it. Thank you for the body given for us. We do this in remembrance of you. And you can take the bread. Thank you for the blood shed for us. The cup of new life given on our behalf. You can take the drink. And then the next day that week, he would become that sacrifice for us. Great grief, but necessary to give us his future blessing. I don't know if I can share this without emotion, but this has been a year of great sorrow and great blessing. Out of the grief came great joy for our family. In January, our granddaughter was pregnant and due January 19th, and four days prior to that, lost the baby. Huge grief in our family. And then a few months later, surprise, surprise, she's pregnant again, and she's going to have a baby December 29th, the same year. Out of great grief came great joy. And that's true in your life as well. You've been blessed. He's always ahead of you, lined up with the next blessing. He's always with you. He never leaves you or forsakes you. 
And He's always ready for you when you give your life to Him. And the blessing awaits. We have a lot to be thankful for. Testify to it. Much to demonstrate our gratitude by. That day in Mark 11, they saw Jesus coming on a colt. And so what did they do? They, they took clothing off their cloaks and laid them like a red carpet for him to go down the hill of Mount of Olives and into the town and into the temple area. If they didn't have cloaks, they, they went and got branches. They served him by going and cutting branches off and laying those down. That was an expression of both gratitude and offering. Clothing was the most valuable possession. It's the way they stored wealth in that day. So to use their clothing was like giving an offering to Jesus to give their cloth away so that he could be honored and glorified as he walked into town. And if they didn't have it, they could serve. So they gave their service of their time and laid that before Jesus. That's what I want us to experience in a different way today. The worship team's gonna sing a song we can sing along with. And as they sing, I'm gonna give you a chance to come out of your seats to bring your offerings if you have offerings to give, to bring your gratitude cards that you've been writing on and bring them either to the front, two baskets, or to the basket in the back as your gifts of gratitude to God. You have something to give him today. A gift of an offering or a gift of praise. And let's turn our Hosanna cries into hallelujahs because he is faithful and we are blessed. Amen? Why don't you stand and as they sing, you can move to the baskets as you feel it and along with singing this beautiful song. Oh, my words fall short. I've got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? I could sing these songs as I often do. But every song must end, and you never do. So I throw up my hands, praise you again and again. Cause all that I have is all Hallelujah. I know it's not much, but I'm 
Come on, lift it up. So I throw up my hands, praise you again and again. Cause all that I have is a Hallelujah. And I know it's not much, but I'm nothing has been working except for a heart singing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can remain standing, just remain standing. We're finished this morning in our service, but your thanksgiving continues. Because he's taken your Hosanna cries and turned them into hallelujahs. Amen? This thanksgiving, take time to give him praise. He's always ahead of you. He's always with you. And he's waiting for you. And Maybe this year, if you've never surrendered your life to him, this is the year. 
that you say, God, I want to be all of yours because you've taken care of me. Celebrate and give him praise this holiday season. And then the next week, get involved and find a way to connect with the family of God here. We've set up three events, a life group potluck, a women's event, a men's breakfast, all that week as a way for all of us to connect as family. You've got family at home to see this Christmas. Take a moment to be with your family at church this holiday season. Musical following that. All that's in the program. You can follow through on your reservations for any of those things. And then the last thing I want to tell you is there's this thing called Black Friday that's really not a Friday anymore. It's like the whole month. That's called Black Friday because of the businesses going in the black. But you go in the red to get them in the black. In fact, just, just sidebar. I've read this article that we are going to spend more in the American culture. We're going to spend more debt money this year than ever in our history. Don't do that. God has blessed you with people around your life. Give them the gift of your time by not going into debt this Christmas. Bless them in the future. Because they want you more than that trinket that's going to break next year. Amen? God bless you. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week as we begin our Christmas series. Look forward to that. Thank you for listening to the Journey Christian Church Podcast. If you would like to support us as we pursue God and love people one at a time, please consider a tax-deductible donation by visiting journeycc.net slash giving.